Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. How y'all doing? I always like starting the uh, night off by just doing a little bit of a check-in because, again, our lives have us busy. We are moving quickly through our days, and many of us are forgetting to... uh, stop and check in on ourselves and just say, what do I need? What do I need more of? What do I need less of? Am I taking care of myself? What am I prioritizing? So this is that moment of the night where I want you just to check in with yourself. How am I doing? We can maybe make an adjustment for the rest of the day. Maybe it's something we promise we will do tomorrow, maybe later in the week, but we're checking in. Also, just a little bit of a reminder that we always have different resources available to us through difficult times. And, you know, they're always worth repeating and going over because in times of distress and times of frustration, disappointment, dysregulation, it's really hard to remind ourselves what it is we want to remind ourselves. So we need those reminders and we need to be practicing it. So remember, in difficult times, the most powerful regulatory uh, asset we're going to have is other people. And I remind that first and foremost to couples that I work with, practice turning to your partner in times of distress. Not only does that build intimacy and closeness and vulnerability, not only does it remind us to try to turn to others versus turning to over-exercising, food, drugs, alcohol, which are appropriate at times in certain spaces, but we want to have a wealth of resources, but more importantly, because co-regulation is always more powerful than self-regulation. We know that in difficult times, you reach out to someone, someone near you is sad, you want to put your hand on their shoulder, hand them something. So we want to turn to the people that are in our lives that can help us. But also we have what we call, we have a multitude of resources. We have somatic resources, which are the use of our body. Breathing, one of the more powerful ways to regulate our dysregulated nervous system. When we realize we are getting distressed, dysregulated, overwhelmed, breathing. Breathing, it slows down our system. How your breathing is doing or what your breathing is doing is the same as your mental health and your body. If your breathing is erratic, so is your mental health in your body. If your breathing is slow and steady, so is your mental health in your body. One can force the other. Use your breathing as a way to bring everything else down. Also, there'll be times when you need to do the opposite. Instead of breathing and settling down, you need to maybe dispel and release that energy. That's when I want you to go for a jog, jump up and down, do jumping jacks, get on the floor and do push-ups. You need to just move your body. Those are what we need to keep accessible. Now, I always say the S's. So there's the social, call a friend, call your partner, co-regulation. 
There's also, we've talked about this before, like I said, somatic resources, which are more movement-based with our body, the walking, the breathing. But then there's also the other S's, senses, spiritual, and self-talk. Senses being, play music, it can soothe you. Looking at objects that are soothing can soothe you. Certain smells. I've talked on the show about me keeping certain essential oils that I've associated and also generate a soothing soothing feeling. I keep plants around me. That's very soothing to me. I know what music to listen to. Tap into the senses or you go to self-talk. What, what are you saying to yourself? Are you saying things that bring you back down? Like, hey, this isn't as bad as I'm making it. Hey, this is someone who cares about me. They don't intentionally hurt my feelings. You gotta talk with yourself. That's one of the missing capacities. I always talk about this on the show at certain times. We have to get better about thinking about our thinking. What am, what is, what am I thinking? Is that accurate? Am I thinking in a way that's keeping this problem alive? Is my thinking rooted in reality? But tied to that is the self-talk. What am I telling myself? And then finally, also spiritual. If you have a spiritual practice, praying, meditating, reading certain things, I absolutely use those as resources. At times we need to tap into all of them. I'll call a friend while playing some soothing music, maybe having meditated or read some inspiring stuff. Spiritual practice for me also is about me responding in the ways I wanna respond, being the kind of person I wanna be. And I also use what's called box breathing or square breathing. Very easy technique, practice it now so as to have access to it when you need it. Basically, it's four, 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 four. You inhale for a count of four and then hold it for a count of four, release it for a count of four and then hold that empty breath for a count of four before inhaling again and starting the process again. You do it four times. So four times you inhale for four, hold for four, release for four and hold that release for four and then start the process very soothing. I use it whenever I have anxiety welling up, it grounds me, or again, I engage in movement. I'll do some jumping up and down, I'll run around the room a little bit, but we have to find a way to work with that dysregulation. So maybe that's something you wanna bring into your day, something you wanna practice. Um, but if nothing else, think about your thinking more, pay more attention to your self-talk. Usually what we're telling ourselves about what's happening is helping or hurting and using those skills. Um, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about some myths of male sexuality. We did a show on this, I think two years ago, maybe a year ago. Um, so I'm gonna add some stuff to it, revisit it in some ways because a couple of people slid in the DMs asking about this and also it's still something that um, is alive and well and doing a lot of damage in our culture and our psyche. So um, we're gonna hit that. And uh, DMs, always. So if you got a question for us, drop it in the DMs on our Loveland IG page. Questions, topics, things you want us to hit, circle back, drop deeper into, you know how it goes. Put them all in the DMs on our Loveland IG page. And then past episodes of the show are over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down, look for Loveline and click on it. You can binge, post, re-listen, and share. Because as I say over and over, the quality of your practice of the things I discuss are gonna determine the quality of your relationships and mental health. Stick around, more to come. Listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris, Channel Q, and Odyssey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right y'all we're back and we're talking about misinformation and myths because certain things uh still exist very powerfully in our culture and get in the way of a lot of people feeling confident in their bodies, their sexuality, but also projecting and expecting things that they shouldn't onto their partners. So this topic is about penis owners um, because we know that all gender expressions can be anatomically uh, anatomically have penises. So we're talking about uh, both cis and trans um, trans women at times, trans men, it, it really depends on someone's journey. So I want to just kind of recognize that uh, male as in a very a big umbrella term, but it's really about penis owners. Uh, so listen, as a sex therapist, it is really important that I focus first and foremost whenever I'm doing anything on education, because there's a lot of misinformation that gets perpetuated and rolled forward. And if you hear enough or see enough of something, you start to buy into it. And remember, our self-worth is not just about the kind of person we are, it's also about how we feel about our bodies, our sexuality, and that is all reflected back to us. So the people in our lives that we're interfacing with are a part of our self-worth, our body esteem, our sexual esteem. And that's why, we, again, on the show, I'm always saying we have to be very thoughtful about who we interact with and how we interact with them and the boundaries we set and how they impact us. We gotta get way better about that. So there's a lot of misunderstanding about how penises go. Um, and there's a lot of shaming that happens. And we hear words like erectile dysfunction. And it's a misused term, which is often used when it's really just an erectile disappointment. Yep, just not happening the way you want it to happen. That doesn't mean there's a dysfunction. That doesn't mean there's a disorder. Things not crack a lack and roll along the way you wanted, the way you see it on the screen, the way you've seen it with others or it's happened at other times, just because it's different doesn't mean it's a dysfunction or a disorder. 
again, our bodies will always be functioning differently and God bless it. But the older you get, expect more of it. That's part of a healthy penis's functioning, that there will be lots of disappointments. The older you get, the more you should expect it. Yes, expect a 10% increase every decade. In your 20s, 20% of the time or less. In your 30s, we're hitting towards maybe 30% of the time. Yep, it's not gonna be the way you want it because you're human. And our functioning, our arousal system is sensitive and complex. What we're thinking, what we're feeling, what's going on around us, our energy levels, what we're eating, all sorts of things. And it only increases in your 40s, 40% or more of the time, in your 50s, 50% of the time, which is why I'm always advocating for us talking about sex as being a diverse set of things that we do. And if we're talking about penetration, then we gotta use that word because sex is a vast collection of ways that we can connect and enjoy pleasure with ourselves and other people. And so sexual health and wellness, which is important for all of us, including teenagers, because they have bodies, um, we need to understand that there's going to be creative, diverse forms of functioning in all, in all respects. But a lot of people don't understand that because a lot of people haven't had an experience of being around a lot of different penises, right? And the only experience we tend to have is with porn. And that is the worst sex educator. That's not his job. That's not its role. It's entertainment. Just like we don't watch car chases to understand how to drive. And we shouldn't watch rom-coms to understand what relationships look like or how they function. It's entertainment, which means they push the boundaries and they dramatize. Porn is the same way. Those people are actors. You don't see what's happening behind the scenes. We'll do a whole show on it, but there's a lot happening behind the scenes. You are not seeing the failures. You're not seeing what it took to get that 30 second shot. Diverse creativity is what's gonna happen with our bodies at all times. We have unrealistic expectations. Penises are not sex toys and they're not expected to function like one. On demand, always reliable, as desired for as long as needed. That is not how the human body works. And your creative diverse functioning is not a dysfunction or a disorder. That if you talk, take away nothing from the show, just take that. Then we live in such a performative culture where we really do care about how we're perceived, how we look, to the detriment of just enjoying what we're doing. I see people who, in my clinical practice, who really think sex is about a right way or wrong way and that there's a goal. We, we didn't, we didn't, we, you know, we didn't have a, you know, we have to back away from the assessment and just say, how did it feel? How did it feel? It's kind of like a birthday party. I don't care if all the plates matched. I don't care what flavors of cupcakes they had. Did you have fun? You have fun in spite of. You have fun nonetheless. You make the best of. That's what we're going for with sex. We're here to have fun. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. There's no expectation, but we place those things on it because we have a performance-driven culture. We're always trying to optimize everything. We want everything to be done perfectly. That's burnout. That's patriarchy. That's capitalism. Sex should sit outside of that. Like I always say, sex should be like dessert. It's just about enjoyment and fun. There's no way, right way to eat a cupcake. Smash it in your mouth, break it apart, eat it piece by piece, get it all over, be messy, just enjoy it. When you're eating a cupcake, don't worry about how you look to other people. Block that out. Be in the moment. How does it taste? How does it feel? Just enjoy. We're gonna come back and talk more about it, but we're gonna be talking about performance versus pleasure. This is something I want us to apply to a lot of different concepts. So this extends well outside of sex for those that are maybe asexual, celibate, or whatever it is. So stick around, y'all. Um, 
because I'm really trying to battle the way we enter a lot of different processes in our lives because mental health is more about experience and not about trying to do things perfectly, which is why I say on the show all the time, mental health isn't about never feeling sad, depressed, lonely, angry. No, mental health is feeling all feelings and feeling them all deeply, but dealing with them appropriately, not amplifying, dramatizing them, but also not denying or illegitimizing or shaming, just letting them be, learning how to encounter them, learning how to carry them with you. I want us to be more in our bodies and less in our heads. And that's what a lot of people do with sex. How do I look? What do they think? Am I doing this right? Oh my God, get out of your head and come into the fun. There's no wrong way. It's like art. Just take the paint and let it go where your mind goes. That's why I don't think we should be judging art. You know, we judge so much. We have to stop judging ourselves. Okay, we're gonna go back and talk more about this. So stick around, y'all. You're listening to Love Line with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be right back, y'all, so don't go anywhere. All right, y'all, we're back. And uh, we're doing a lot of things at one time. We're doing a little sex education. We're correcting some sexual misinformation and myths. We're learning how to be kinder to ourselves. And more importantly, we're getting out of our heads and we're stopped trying to be perfect and do everything 100%. And we're stopped trying to optimize. Oh my God, it's exhausting. And we're just trying to see life like especially sex in a softer, kinder, gentler way. Sex is supposed to be a safe space, a fun space. There's no right or wrong. Like I said before the break, it's like eating dessert or, or art. There's no right or wrong way to do it. It's diverse. It's creative. It's about your experience. Most people have performance-based sex, not pleasure-based. Performance-based means that instead of centering what feels good and going after fun and joy and just being in the moment, they go performance-based, which is rooted in anxiety about your worth as a partner or a person and the competence of your body. And our bodies are going to let us down, but in letting us down, they're not letting us down. That's what bodies do, variations in functioning. That's not failure letting us down. Erections often disappoint us, but they're supposed to. They're not gonna do what we always want them to do. That's not a dysfunction or a disorder. And when we're constantly anxious about it or popping pills like Viagra, we're reinforcing the idea that there's a right way and we better do it that way. And we back away from the confidence of just being in the moment. We don't always need that penetration as part of sex either, but we'll talk more about that. But if you're using sex as a tool to make yourself feel validated and attractive, then you're doing it wrong and for the wrong reasons. That is actually sex negative and body negative, and it's ignoring intimacy and authenticity. And you're really just instead feeding your ego and strengthening your ego. We're working on being present with ourselves, present with our desires, present with our bodies in the moment, present with our partner, and there's a wealth of ways to do that. Imagine if you were eating a meal with someone and they were so focused on how they look when they're eating. Is there anything on their face? Are they using their fork the right way? Are they chewing too fast? Are they making too much noise? They're not even there with you anymore, listening to you, connecting or in the conversation. And you'd be like, wow, what are you doing? You're missing the point. I'm here to just enjoy you. Let food be on your mouth. Use the wrong fork. Eat fast. Who cares? Just be here and enjoy. That's what I say to people. Use the wrong silverware. Who cares? Flip the silverware. Put your forks on the right side. Who cares? There's no rules. Throw the rules out. Put your elbows on the table. Who cares? We're softening. We're being more gentle. Um, so again, pleasure-based sex means focusing on what feels good. And we're going with what our bodies are providing. If penetration's feeling uh, painful or your erection isn't giving you the functioning you want, cool. Stay in the game. 
You got fingers that still work. Your tongue still works. Toys are still available. Use, use the things you got when you got them. But pleasure-based sex means letting your body naturally do what it does, not forcing it with a treatment, a technique, or a pill to do anything you think it has to do because that is you then just having sex rooted in shame, expectations, and your own anxiety. Um, sex is not just penetration. And that's some of this education you have to give to your partners because your partners might approach it thinking there's one right way, there's a wrong way, we're here to do something, and you have to say, nope, we're just here for fun. We don't know how it's going to start. We don't know how it's going to end, but I just want to enjoy time with you. It's kind of like how I look at restaurants. So this might be a strange example, but I'm, I'm, I'm a vegan, I'm plant-based, and there are some people that are like, oh my God, okay, well then we're not going to be able to eat at certain restaurants. You're missing the whole point then. Restaurants are the backdrop to your time out in the world with someone. It shouldn't matter where you are, a high-end restaurant, a lower-end restaurant. It doesn't matter. You're there to spend time with someone. Who cares? Just enjoy your food and be with the person. But people get so hung up on performance and the coolness of what we're doing and where we are, and they miss the entire point. It's like planning dates. There's some memes that go around in LA because a lot of people like to hike and they'll say, hiking isn't an appropriate first date. Then you've missed the entire point of a date. It's not about performing something. It's not about meeting an expectation. It's just about going out into the world. God knows where and who cares and spending time with someone to get to know them. Let it be hiking. Meet them and just sit on the corner. Play cards in a picnic. Who cares? But we put so much value on the performance of something. We put so much value on doing things the right way or the expected way or the normal way or the standard way. And we miss out on the whole purpose of the actual experience. Who cares where you go on a date? It's about spending time with someone. Grow up. Get out of your ego. I say that to people about weddings. It's supposed to be fun in a party. Stop trying to do and be perfect and perform perfection. Sex is like that as well. It's about pleasure, connection, intimacy, growth. There's no wrong way because we're not trying to do anything but connect. You're going to have to maybe educate your partners on this because they're not necessarily going to enter with this sex ed and understanding. But applying this toxic pressure upon your erections and your penis is the actual problem in motion. In order for us to get erect and stay erect, we have to feel safe and calm. And for a lot of us, expectations are the opposite of that. That's why some people can't function in hookup culture. Someone you don't know that well is rolling in for some sex. You don't feel safe with them. You don't feel calm. And of course, your body can't function. It's not supposed to. It's not supposed to function in unsafe environments. So that's the first thing you have to ask yourself. Am I having safe with sex, trying to have sex with a partner who I don't feel safe with, who I don't feel safe with or calm with? All right, we're going to come back, do some DMs, and then we'll get back to this topic. So stick around, y'all. You're listening to Love Line with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be back. Oh, Rachel, we're back, and uh, it's time to drop a little bit of gems. That's right, our new gem dropping segment. We're dropping gems around date night. We're getting quick and dirty with it. Uh, we're not spending the whole show talking about this. Don't worry, though. We'll be doing DMs again at the end of the show, so we'll be answering all your questions. Just got to hang in there for that. Um, date night. They should be just like sex dates, some long, some quick. The long ones are the ones that you're familiar with. And we, we did an entire show on this, so we're just kind of dropping these gems quickly, but extended ones are the ones that take more time, maybe more money. And uh, you know, those are the ones that we try to do weekly, ideally, fingers crossed, but if not, at least monthly or every other week, fingers crossed. Because remember, if you don't have time for your social life, if you don't have time for your relationship, don't have time for your family, friends, hobbies, then you're living a life of burnout and you got your priorities wrong. Now, 
For some of us though, we gotta squeeze in some of those quickies. Date night quickies are awesome. They can happen every night or once a week. Only has to be 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It's free. It's just about time together and shared experiences. Turn off the phones, turn off the TV, sit and just hold hands and talk. Hey honey, how was your day? Come sit over here. Or let's go sit outside. Let's go for a walk. We can even cook together. It can be an activity, 10 or 15 minutes. We're not talking about triggering conflictual things. We're not talking about the kids, not talking about anything stressful. It's really rooted in gratitude and celebration for each other and us. Maybe make it a ritual where you share things that you enjoyed about each other, share things you hope for with each other, but it should be things that are bonding and bring us together, which then moves us to the next piece. It has to be things that are shared experience. You're gonna hear a lot of that. I'm gonna talk a lot about that, but also allows for eye contact. So it's not a proper date if we can't see each other and access each other. I'm talking a lot more about accessibility because we've gotten a little too familiar accepting if as long as our bodies are near each other that somehow we're meeting these qualities and, and, and a date and intimacy has been built and that is not true. So remember, it's just about reminding ourselves we care about each other and that's what happens when we prioritize. It's also about showing ourselves we can enjoy each other. Every time we talk, it doesn't have to be about a, tr a topic that's triggering or uncomfortable. So we're normalizing that association that when I see or I spend time with you, it can feel good. And a lot of couples need that corrective experience because for some couples, the only time they're together is at night when they're tired after a long day. And that's when they have to talk about budgeting, job issues, things with the kids, and it doesn't feel good. And then we don't always feel good when we're around our partner. And so these date nights, whether long or short, are how we start to have that corrective experience and realize wow, we are fun. Wow, you are fun. And so what should be centered is joy and fun and laughter. Go for ice cream, go for a walk, sit outside, cook together. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you're working on that core friendship because the studies show over and over that the most important quality of long-term happy and sustainable relationships is friendship. And what that really means is I actually like you actually enjoy spending time with you. I'm actually happy when we get alone time. And for those that haven't had that in a long time, we first, like I said, build it in by making that time about celebration, gratitude, and appreciation. Now the shadow side of that, the dark side is, if what I just said is something one of you is not willing to do, or you don't have time for it, or you can't imagine it going well because you will fight because you always fight or you don't have anything to share that's gratitude based for each other, then you have a bigger problem and it's time for you to get into some couples therapy, talk out what the issues are or it's time to release and move on. So that's why it's really important. If you can't even schedule these and pull these off successfully, then it's an indicator that you have more work to do. And so that's, well, that's, that's the darker side of that. So make meaning out of that. Um, okay, you've got a DM for us. We're gonna be doing that later in the show. DMs are questions you got. You're helping others out as they're helping you out because whatever you're wondering about, someone else might be as well. Always confidential, always anonymous. Might be a topic you want us to hit, something you want us to circle back and drop deeper into. Put that in the DMs as well on our Loveline IG page and past episodes of the show because it's all about what? Repetition unlearning things we've learned and relearning with better perspectives. It's a practice. So go to wearechannelq.com, scroll down, look for Loveline and click on it. You can binge, post, re-listen and share. Lots of good stuff and while you're over there, uh, check out some of the other the show, uh, check out some of the other shows we've got. Um, but we'll be back. We got more to come. Stick around. You're listening to Loveline.
with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. Don't go anywhere because we will be right back. All right, y'all, we're back and we're talking about really undoing some sexual myths and it's really centered in people that are penis owners, um, trans women, cis men, some trans men, um, and just really better understanding what expectations we should have on a partner that's a penis owner or on ourselves and really taking responsibility for the way we impact others. We're not shaming people around performance stuff because we're not trying to perform anything. I'll, I'll be fully transparent. If I'm going to have sex with someone, I promise nothing. I don't promise a certain role or label I'm going to take. I don't, I can't promise I'll be a dom or sub. I can't promise if I'm going to be a top or a bottom. I don't know. I will see what happens in the moment. I don't know what we're going to co-create. I don't know how our energies are going to be. It doesn't matter what we did last time. I'm not promising anything. I'm going to honor and go with my flow in my body. And if that isn't what you're looking for, you are caught up in performance, ego, your anxiety has you seeing sex as only one role and one role only, and you're not mature enough to have sex with me or healthy enough. And I want us to all get better about that. Hey, we're here to have fun. And it doesn't matter what we do. It's like a first date. It doesn't matter where we go. It doesn't matter what we're wearing. Don't get hung up on that. It doesn't matter if I'm casual, you're dressed up. It doesn't matter how nice the restaurant is. Don't tie your worth to that stuff. You're going the wrong way. That's ego. We're growing up and out of that. Instead, you're there to spend time with someone. Just focus on having fun. I tell people that they get stressed out about their weddings. It's a party. Breathe. Let the small stuff go. It's supposed to be fun. Sex is that way as well. So we're trying to undo this toxic pressure and these toxic scripts that we've been buying into and practicing about how our bodies are supposed to function. We have to allow the diversity and we want to honor how we feel in the moment. Stop promising things. Be more fluid and flexible. No one's a top, no one's a bottom. Those are preferences. Those are things that we anxiously are most familiar with. We're scared to try other things, but we aren't these things. But people will say that. I only have sex in the morning. That's right, you are familiar and prefer that, but, but that is not a hard line. You're more than that. I only top, again, you prefer that and you're anxious to try something else due to hygiene, due to body shape and size, due to power dynamics, whatever it is. But stop buying into these things as though they are real, actual things. They're preferences, usually rooted in our anxiety. We want to be better than that. And when you have a specific idea as to how to about how sex must function or look, you are in your ego and your anxiety. And you're starting off wrong and it ain't going to be fun and it's supposed to be fun. So we're not good. We're not broken. We're not, not good enough. It doesn't matter about your penis shape or size. None of those things have anything to do with anything. Smaller penises actually hit some of the more important parts like the prostate gland and some other things far better than larger ones do. But yes, larger ones can provide more volume and that's pressure and tension can feel good to some people. There are pluses and minuses. Some larger penises struggle to maintain blood flow and erections where some smaller ones do far better. But again, it doesn't really matter. We have fingers, we have tongues, we have toys. Sex is not always penetration. We're stepping outside of all of that. We're getting rid of all of this shame. We have to buy into that. So you have erectile disappointments, not a dysfunction. If you're able to get erections sometimes, if you're able to get erections when you're having masturbation, solo sex with yourself, if you wake up with erections, then you're good. But if you never get erect, you don't wake up with them and you don't maintain them while masturbating, well, then there might be a hormonal issue or a functional issue with blood flow and you might want to go get checked out. But otherwise, it's anxiety and it's mental. And the work is about backing off of pressure. 
not saying I have to get this, I better do this, give me a pill. That's going in the wrong direction. That's maintaining anxiety and the problematic idea that there's a one right way and I must match and align with that. We're, we're backing off that. Nothing's wrong, nothing's broken. We're allowing, we're accepting. And we're growing up around this by saying we're focusing on pleasuring, uh, centering pleasure because Dr. Chris taught us every decade we have another 10% chance of a lot of disappointments. When in my 40s, 40% of the time, my erections aren't going to work the way I want. They're not going to do what I want for as long as I want in the way I want. And when I'm in my 50s, half the time. And in my 60s, 60% of the time. So I need to learn that now which is what all the penis owners in my clinical practice are learning. I don't teach them techniques to get erect and stay erect. I don't help them get pills. No, that's again, the wrong direction. It's implying there's a right way, a way we must do this. It spikes the anxiety. And Dr. Chris, as you're gonna share with people, has taught you that that anxiety doesn't allow you to relax enough for the parasympathetic system to do what it needs to do to get you erect and aroused. Our parasympathetic system, believe it or not, is what gets us erect and aroused, and that requires relaxation and safety. We can't get erect in unsafe environments where we're stressed, anxious, or thinking we need to impress or perform something. It often won't work like that. We're only having sex in safe dynamics with safe partners, which means some people can't do hookups. Their body doesn't relax enough in that, okay. Or they're not asking for what they want, saying, yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. We'll have to see what happens when you get here. I don't promise anything. Or with a current partner, hey, it's not always gonna be about penetration. It's not always gonna be dependent upon my penis. We're growing up and we're growing out of that. So when we come back, I'm gonna hit some of these uh, very specifically, the more targeted way, but I wanted to kind of lay the groundwork. And then we'll be, of course, closing out with some DMs. So if you got a question for us, any question, drop in the DMs on our Loveline IG page. Someone's wondering what you're wondering about, so we're helping them as we help you. And uh, past episodes of the show, because we need that repetition, we gotta build it in. That's over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down, look for Loveline and click on it. You can binge, post, re-listen, and share. Again, that's over at wearechannelq.com. Otherwise... You just sit there and jam out, and we'll be back. You're listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and on Odyssey. We'll be right back. All right, y'all, we're back, and we're just breaking down some uh, dispelling and challenging some myths and misinformation because there's a lot of them out there. And this is really about uh, erections. Um, so much misinformation, people personalizing a partner who isn't performing the way they think they should or need to. What's wrong with me? You're not attracted to me because they don't understand. It's not about you. It's about my relationship to my body. It's also about my age. It's my diet. It's my levels of stress. It's where my focus is. We're not going to always get what we want and perform the way we want. But people that have vaginas don't understand how healthy penises work because they don't have one. They don't understand that it's variable. It's diverse doesn't always function the way we want. It's not a sex toy. It's not reliable. There's a lot of disappointments. When we're disappointed with our functioning, it doesn't mean we have a disorder or dysfunction. And trying to push forward is what adds more stress and more failure, which then reinforces the idea that we're going to panic. We're backing off of that. We're saying, look, it is what it is. There's a lot of ways to have fun. We're going to do what we can do while we can do it. And we're going to stay in the game. We're going to focus on pleasure. And that's what this is really about. Just like I was saying, dating examples, it doesn't matter how much money you spend, what restaurant you go to or what you're wearing, just go have fun, have an experience together. And if your partner's hung up on that restaurant wasn't nice enough, you didn't dress up well enough, they don't even understand what dating is, run, red flags. And if people shame you about the way your body functions sexually, red flag, run. Because they don't understand sex and they're not just trying to connect and have pleasure. They are in their ego, they are very rigid, 
very fragile self-esteem. That's not the kind of partner you want to be having sex with. And if they, you're married to them, say, I'm going to back myself out of that struggle. Whatever feelings you have about my body and how it functions, that's on you. You don't need to share that with me, shame me or tell me. I'm learning on just accepting my body the way it functions. And that's great for me. And if you have thoughts and feelings about that, I'm not interested in hearing about them. You have a right to set that boundary. Let them go deal with it. So again, we're working on realistic expectations around how penises function. I am always battling the cultural power of the performance-based idea. And we need to understand that what we see in porn is not how it really exists. And that all of us at some point will start to have some disappointments and expect more of them as we get older, which is why we need a far more expansive and healthier definition of what sex is because it can't always involve penises or penetration. There's a lot of pleasurable erotic experiences that are sexual. It can involve any body part. It can be driven by toys and toys only. It doesn't always lead to orgasm. It can be focused exclusively on oral. It can be just mutual masturbation or other different activities. Remember that, practice that, try that, get familiar with that because your partner is not always gonna be able to be penetrated either. As we age, there's a thinning of the canals of the skin there's less, there's less um, biological self-lubrication if we're talking about vagina owners. Even anal sex changes as we get older based on our bodies, based on illness, based on ability, based on a multitude of factors. We can't always have sex the way that we are most confident and comfortable. We're expanding on that. We're challenging those ideas. But we have to talk about this. You're going to have to educate your partner and say, hey, listen, it sounds like you're shaming me because I'm not performing the way you think I should, but I'm working on being confident with just being where I'm at. And educate them. This isn't about you. And challenge that. That's one of the homework assignments I give to clients that come into my practice claiming they have an erectile dysfunction. And I say, nope, it's just a disappointment. And you don't have really confidence in that. It's like a basketball player. You're not going to make every shot you, you shoot. Does that mean you have a dysfunction? No, you had an off day. It's going to happen. That's life. It's, and fill in, the, that, fill in that example with anything. A musician, you're not always going to nail it. That doesn't mean there's something disordered or dysfunctional. I'm a human being. I was tired today. I was stressed out. I wasn't in the mood. I was distracted. My leg fell asleep. Like that's part of everything. And that's going to be the same way with sex, but we get so hung up and we get, and our worth is so tied to it on the receiving end, on the giving end. Whoa, what are we even doing at that point? We're missing the point. It's like when I go see my nephew play soccer and the parents are freaking out. I'm like, you guys, it's a game. It's supposed to be fun. Calm down. Go home if you have to. Don't come back. You're missing the point. It's fun. When I see parents freaking out about their kid's birthday party not going right, it's a party. Calm down. It's okay if the plates don't match. That's a real example. Like you're missing the whole point of this. We have to stop doing that. We're so obsessed with performance, what other people will think, conformity, what's traditional, what we're used to. Let it go. That's a part of mental health. Adaptability, flexibility. Those are two cornerstones of neurological health and mental health, adaptive and flexible. How adaptive and flexible are you, especially with sex, when things aren't going the way you wanted them to? Okay, you're disappointed. Cool, roll with it. You'll be okay. Crank it down. But some people can't. Give me pills, give me techniques. And I'm like, no, that's reinforcing the problem. You need to learn how to be more confident in your humanity, which is gonna be diverse. 
Start practicing it now. Start setting that goal and communicating it with your partners. Maybe you can't do hookups and, and be a part of hookup culture anymore because your body doesn't respond in the way. Maybe you need to try a different position and not be the penetrator. You know, we have to meet ourselves where we're at, but we're not, what we're not going to do is decrease our self-worth and our sexual and body esteem by shaming ourselves as though something's bad or wrong because we have this romanticized magical idea of how it's supposed to be in our head and we're not living up to it. You can't always have the dream. And as you get older, you won't. As you take different medications, as different life experiences happen, as the different you know phases of your relationship occur. Yeah, get familiar with that. So that communication is really important. Challenging, re-narrating, calling it out, not promising, a billion percent, learning how to stay in the moment, in your body, focusing on pleasure. Are we having fun then all is well? That's why I use the date example. It doesn't matter where you go, who cares? Go to Target on your first date. It's just about spending time together, getting to know each other. Who cares where we go? Healthy people don't get hung up on that. They don't put their worth to a price tag. They don't put their worth based on what other people would want. You know, we're trying to be more mature and this is like a really important way to try to do that. All right, we're gonna come back and talk more about it and then we'll be doing some DMs, so stick around for that. Um, and uh, drop your questions in the DMs on our Loveline OG page. That's where our questions come from and past episodes of the show. Always over at wearechannelq.com. We'll be back. You're listening to Love Line with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. Stick around, y'all. Don't go anywhere. All right, y'all. We're back, and we're just closing out our discussion of busting some of these sexual myths that are toxic and limit us and keep us in shame and anxiety. And we're working on focusing on pleasure, just being in our bodies. But again, I'm trying to make this a broader topic. I don't want it just to be about erections and penises and sex. It's also about dates and parties and events and just like focusing on letting things go. Mental health is being adaptive and flexible. Practice that. You know, practice not melting down when things aren't perfect or they're not the way you wanted them to be. Dealing with disappointments better. And we do that again with erections. It's not a dysfunction. It's not a disorder. It's a disappointment. You have this random idea in your head as to how it's supposed to be. Perfect always. Never letting me down. It's not realistic. Not with anything, you know? And our bodies will often, it's complex. Sex, sex is complex and fragile. And it's rooted in a lot of things. How we feel psychologically safe, interested. How we feel biologically. Do we have energy? How's our blood flow? What did we eat? What did we drink? How much sleep did we get? Where, what are we thinking about? Are we distracted? Do we feel bad because something bad happened an hour ago, a day ago? There's so much in there. So we have to be familiar and confident in diverse functioning. We have to have realistic expectations. We have to expand the definition of sex well outside of penetration and erections. We have to communicate these expectations and set boundaries. We have to also diversify our skill set, getting off of just obsessing about penetration, getting our ego out of it, listening to our bodies, not forcing it. Sex shouldn't stop because our erections aren't doing what we want them to do. If, if that is what happens, then we're not in sex anymore. We're in ego, we're in expectation, we're in validation, we're trying to please, we're in performance. Come back to your body. Because what we're really doing is we're working on our body esteem and our erotic esteem. And that's a vital part of our general self-esteem, not attaching your worth or desirability to your partner's expectations or even your own. And then we're staying in the moment. We're not panicking, we're not complaining, we're not attacking, we're not shaming. If erections and penetration aren't happening or able to happen, this is expected at times. Stay connected, keep having fun, push forward into something else. And we're not... We're not so focused on our partners. We're also focusing on ourselves and what feels good, right? It's not about how we look. It's not about how we sound. 
We're stepping outside of that. That's why I use that cupcake example earlier. If it's messy, if you're eating it fast or eating it slow or using a fork, there's no right way. Put your elbows on the table. Who cares? We're, we're focused on what really matters, just our time with someone. That's why I use the date example. It doesn't matter where you go to dinner. I'm grossed out by people that are like, it wasn't a nice enough, nice enough restaurant or not enough thought into it. That's not about that. You're missing the point. Don't tie your worth to those pieces. Just go have an experience with someone. Make fun wherever you are. That is a sign of a really healthy, compatible couple. It doesn't matter where we go. We can have the funnest time at Home Depot because we enjoy being together. The, everything else is just the backdrop. But people get so hung up on that. They tie their worth to it. They end relationships over it. They don't even go on a first date because they don't like what was set up. If you don't like it, set something else up that's better. But we're working on being more sex and body positive. And that means calling out the shaming in ourselves and our friends and in our partners. Challenging people who refer to sex as only penetration. We are trying to openly discuss erectile disappointment and say it's not a dysfunction, it's not a disorder, I don't need a pill, that is what a healthy penis does, expect it. We're expanding the definitions of sex. We're not letting partners shame us or other people because that's a huge one. You don't have a right to shame someone because their body isn't performing the way you'd prefer or the way you're most comfortable with. You are being abusive if you shame someone because their body isn't functioning the way you want or prefer. It's abuse. So if you're shaming someone because they're not getting erect or staying erect, you are an abuser and you are not safe for that person to be in a relationship with or to have sex with. And if someone's doing that to you, stop sex with them until they've educated themselves and they've matured and they've learned how to be a better person and a better partner partner because it does matter. You move forward feeling more anxiety. You move forward feeling worse about yourself. We are in a new year. Well, not really. Well, we're always in a new year, I guess, but we're moving forward with a new perspective where we're considering the impact everyone has on us. And we are not settling for people that shame or criticize or attack. We're demanding better. Everyone in our lives should be treating us with care and respect. We are calling out verbal abuse for what it is. Hey, that's abusive. Because to shame someone's body because of the way it looks or functions, if you shame it or attack, you are being emotionally abusive. You're also being sexually abusive. That's right. If you criticize someone's sexuality and functioning, you're, that's sexual abuse. 100%. They internalize that. They move forward more anxious. They move forward feeling worse about themselves. And as I say on the show, almost once a night, people are in our care and people's lives should be made better because we've been in them. If we are making people's lives harder or worse, it is time to get therapy and maybe to step out of the relationship. You are not healthy enough to be someone's husband or wife or best friend or sex partner. Yeah. We're getting real. We're not joking around when we say mental health matters. It's not just a hashtag anymore. We're taking the stuff seriously because it is serious. Because I have people in my office that don't feel good about themselves because of having gotten that kind of feedback. And we're shutting it down. We're not participating anymore. And I'm challenging all you to stop keeping that ball in the air. Call it out. Even if you hear people do it in passing conversation, say, hey, you know what? That's actually abusive. That's not okay. All right, we're going to come back to some DMs. So if you got a question for us, put it in the DMs on our Loveland IG page. And uh, past episodes of the show, always over at wearechannelq.com. We'll be back, y'all. So uh, stick around. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Love Line with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Shaw, we are back, and uh, now it is time to slide into those DMs. Sliding into the DMs. This one says, hey, Dr. Chris, my girlfriend's birthday is coming up. I feel like I'm unable to live up to her expectations. She wants an extravagant party with all of her friends. I feel so uncomfortable, but if I say no, it just causes a fight. Is there anything I can do to get out of this? Um... Yeah, I think that's a really unfair thing to tell someone, I want a big extravagant party. I want you to plan it. I want you to pay for it. It's really not what a birthday's about. Um, I'm sorry, I won't ever agree with that. Uh, if you want to plan something for your girlfriend, do it. And I think it's very sweet to ask them maybe what they want, but uh, your time, energy, and budget's really on your shoulders. And um, I think a lot of people with certain holidays get a little materialistic forgetting what the point of it is. You know, um, but if you don't like her friends, don't spend a lot of time around them. You know, her party's her party. It's not about you. It's not about your comfort necessarily either. So if you care about her, give her the party she wants. If your only hang up is the people that are coming, she don't like her friends, get over it. You don't have to spend time around them. It's not about you. If the hang up is that she wants you to spend money you're not comfortable spending, you set that hard boundary. I said to everyone, you don't have to go into debt over an engagement ring. That's ridiculous. Grow up. You're missing the point. It's about love, care, and commitment. Grow up. I'd run from someone who mandated that engagement ring or a party was a certain price point. That's disgusting. <clears throat> so spend the money you're comfortable spending. Uh, put in the energy you have. Like we have to be realistic. It's a birthday. Calm down. You know what I mean? Like it's a big deal that we live another year, but like that's not an achievement for most of us. So let's crank that down a little bit. But uh, if the real issue is just her friends, that's not about you. Get over it and do it for her. We got another one. This one says, hey, Dr. Chris, my girlfriend wants to try new things in the bedroom. New toys, everything but I'm still just uncomfortable with the idea. I think it'd be great. I think it's, oh, sorry. I think it's because I can't get over the potential embarrassment of it. Like she wants me to use a strap on, but what if I'm bad at it? I know it sounds stupid, but that's generally one of the only things that's holding me back from more adventure. Well, remember your, your interest in your comfort matters too. Sex is supposed to be fun for everyone and consensual. If you aren't interested in a strap on, tell her I'm not interested in a strap on. That doesn't sound good to me. If you are, tell her that you need more time to watch movies that include it, read up on how to best do it safely and pleasurably because it's supposed to be fun. It's not just about her, but there's a wealth of other things to try. And 
we're always going to have anxiety about new, new things. There's always a vulnerability, but it's supposed to be fun with someone we feel safe with. So if you feel safe with her, trust that there doesn't have to be any discomfort except for whatever you're feeling internally. So that being said, I would say, ask her what it is she's looking to try. Maybe you go have an experience with these toys on your own first so you're familiar with what they feel like and how to use them. Google every toy exists on the website where you can see how it's used. Also start watching some porn that includes those toys so you can see how they're used in real time and also start pleasuring yourself while watching them to maybe start to build some arousal connected to it. But my bigger concern is everyone should feel safe, cared for, and be enjoying any form of sex. And if there's something you're not ready for, you set that hard line and say, that's something I'm not ready for. However, if you want to push on your edges and grow, then it is about stepping into your discomfort, but get familiar with it on your own, do a little bit of research, watch some of it on a video, and, and, and add some pleasure to it. Because sex with a partner should be pleasurable, it should be fun, it should feel safe, it should be bonding, and I have to imagine if your partner cares about you, they would want you to also feel safe and confident. But it's okay to share that anxiety as well. So move slow, take your time, there's no rush. You have the entirety of your relationship you know, but get a little familiar yourself first. That's what we say all the time. If you have trouble orgasming, practice on your own. If you want to, you know, get more comfortable with penetration, penetrate yourself first and get familiar. Even if you want to penetrate someone else, you should also practice getting penetrated so you understand what that feels like. Yeah, straight guys, I'm telling you that. Straight guys, you want to do anal with your girlfriend? Do anal on yourself first to better understand what that feels like and what's required. Hell yeah. All right, y'all, DMs come from our DMs on our Loveline IG page. So if you got a question for us, drop in the DMs there. Also topics, things you want us to cover, circle back to, drop deeper into. And past episodes of the show are always over at wearechannelq.com. You can scroll down, look for Loveline and click on it. You can binge, post, re-listen and share because it's, we got so much bad messaging out there. We got to put in that practice and really unlearn that stuff and then relearn some better thinking and perspectives. But um. We'll be back tomorrow night, y'all. So uh, join us then. And until then, focus on joy, pleasure, and tons and tons of self-care. As always, y'all, thanks for hanging out. And y'all enjoy the rest of your night. All right, y'all. Have a good night. See you soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.